Assalamualaikum dan salam sejahtera bersama saya Kristina Donali di dalam rancangan Bual R&D TVS. Wanita bukan perhiasan semata, wanita jati sandaran negara. Bual R&D kita pada hari ini merungkapkan tajuk Kesejahteraan Kesihatan Wanita, Penyelidikan dan Pembangunan dalam Kanser Cervix atau lebih dikenali sebagai Kanser Pangkar Rahim di Sarawak. Kanser Cervix merupakan barah yang ketiga yang paling biasa di negara ini mencatat 7.7% selepas barah payudara dan barah usus. Ianya di tahap yang membimbangkan namun peratusan wanita membuat pemeriksaan masih lagi di tahap yang rendah. Bersama saya di studio TVS pada hari ini adalah merupakan seorang penyelidik cervical cancer iaitu Dr Tan Cheng Siang, pensyarah di Fakulti Perubatan dan Sains Kesihatan Universiti Malaysia Sarawak Unimas. Selamat datang Dr. Tan. Selamat. How are you today? Uh, baik. <laughs> okay, probably you can um, introduce the, your own background in the in the this particular cervical cancer. Okay, um, I graduated with my masters in virology and also PhD in virology. Um, this is because I've very deep interest to study infectious disease and why it is uh, prevalent in our country uh, and other other parts of the world. And I'm also into bio-risk management. I am an international trainer. I train people to work safely with viruses. I can set up laboratories. Yeah. Yeah, tremendous background mm. in a particular area. Our topic today is R&D in cervical cancer. Mm. Perhaps many audience uh, out there, they do not know what is cervical cancer all about. Maybe Dr. Tan can explain further. From its name, we know that cervical cancer is a cancer of the cervix. This way, the womb meets the vagina, okay? And it is caused by a virus called human papilloma virus. And this is a 3D printed model of human papilloma virus. Of course, the color is not pink, it's just the color of the ribbon that I use. And there are more than 200 types of human papilloma virus known to that. And 40 of them, they can infect human through sexual intercourse and Luckily, only 14 of them, they can cause cervical cancer. And we call them as high-risk human papilloma virus or HRHPV. Okay, so what are the symptoms and the, the risk factors of this, uh, the this virus? The problem with HPV infection is asymptomatic. I think we know the term asymptomatic means there is no symptom at all. The person who is infected, they will not have fever, there will be no pain, no itchiness. You basically feel 100% well. But towards the end of the infection cycle, if a person is to develop cervical cancer, that will take around 5 to 15 years after the infection. So you see that it's a very long process. And when the person has developed cervical cancer, she might experience vaginal bleeding and the cancer might have spread to adjacent organs like the colon, the kidney, the bladder. So this patient may be presented to the hospital because they cannot urinate, urinate or they have problem passing uh, their bowel. Okay, yeah. Okay, so there will be, uh, what are the prevention that we can do? The prevention, of course, um, we always say prevention is better than cure. And 
one way to prevent the development of cervical cancer is by early screening. And Malaysia has adopted uh, early cervical cancer by pap smear. It's a method used to detect abnormal cells on the cervix since the 1960s. So our government is doing a brilliant job. Um, and then there is an improved version of pap smear, which we call the liquid-based cytology. Let me explain about this pap smear and liquid-based yeah. cytology. People who have um, undergone pap smear before, they would know this, this device, which we call the speculum. It's inserted into the vagina. It needs to be dilated. And the gynae or the doctor, they will use a brush or a spatula, insert it to the cervix, spin it to collect the cell, remove it. In this liquid-based cytology, we will put it in, we preserve the brush in a preservative vial like this, mm -hmm. and we send to the laboratory. And this will take three days mm -hmm. in a private, but the women in the rural, they will have to send this to the CT lab in the hospital. So the turnaround time for them to receive the result could range between two weeks to three months. It depends. And they will need to go back to the hospital or the clinic kesehatan to get the results back. So with this speculum, um, a lot of women may not like to undergo this because it's not comfortable and they need to bear their private parts to another person, which is not their spouse. And there's a newer technology in place. Petsmere looks for the abnormal cells. It can detect the precancerous cell and also the cancerous cell stage. But how about looking at the cause of cervical cancer? So now we have a technology to detect the human papilloma virus infection. And in Unimas, we collaborate with uh, Pink and Teal Empower. We introduced the very first HPV testing in Sarawak. It's done in a very low setting, so you might not have heard of it. But you see that we are using a brush similar to this, but we can have an option. We can opt to have a doctor or a nurse to insert this speculum using a very similar way to obtain a swab of the cervix, put in the preservative, and send it to the laboratory. But the good thing about this is the women can actually choose to perform the method called self-collection, meaning she can just use this brush insert it into the vagina and you see that the brush is actually very soft it will not hurt and there's an anti-step feature at the back and then pull it out put it in the tube and send it to our lab for diagnosis so in this case hpv testing you have an option to uh, for a doctor to collect the vaginal samples or you can collect it yourself in this case we can actually have higher um, acceptance rate uh, by the woman. Yeah, and it's more privacy, right? Yes. But uh, we're talking more on the on the R and D on the cervical cancer mm. after we break for a while.
Kita kembali lagi bersama Dr. Tan Cheng Siang daripada Universiti Malaysia Sarawak. Ya, yeah? uh, just now we have talked about the symptom and then the prevention of cervical cancer. So I would like to know probably uh, what are the current research that you are uh, doing right now in the cervical cancer and why is this research is very important? Okay, let's talk about why I started off with this research. There is currently um, two vaccines available, which is very effective to prevent cervical cancer, which is caused by two types of high-risk HPV, namely the HPV 16 and 18. Just now, if you remember, I mentioned that there are 14 high-risk HPV types that is circulating in the world or has been characterized by scientists before. And these vaccines that covers HPV 16 and 18 that has been included in the National Immunization Program since 2012, vaccinating girls uh, age 13. Because we have a very good school systems and most of our girls will have high retention in, a, in secondary school. So vaccinating them sounds like a logical approach. But we have forgotten about the other 12 high-risk HPV. So first thing is we want to know what are the, the other types of high-risk HPVs that are circulating in Sarawak. So in 2018, we collaborated with the ONG department in Sarawak General Hospital. We obtained abnormal pap smear swaps from the patient, and then we do an experiment called genotyping. And with this pilot study, we found that HPV-16 is absent from our study population. And HPV-16 is included in the vaccine. However, HPV-18, 52 and 58, they are prevalent at around the equal rate of about 20%. So why we adopt these vaccines? Because in the US, HPV-16 accounts for 50% of all cervical cancer cases while 18, HPV-18 accounts for the other 20%. So they, are, they, they believe that if we adopt this vaccine and vaccinate all our girls, mm -hmm. in 20 years time, we can see a reduction in cervical cancer rate by 70%. But our research, if we extrapolate it, we might not see a 70% decrease in cervical cancer rate. 20% is probably mm -hmm. The number. This is indeed very very good initiative. But yeah. where do you get the the fund or the grant? The this? fund, uh, we, the initial funding was from Unimas, and then through Pink and Teal Empower, we do fundraising activities through the Sige Kamet Sige Kita. So for this, we can you can purchase it at hundred fifty ringgit, mm -hmm. and one test will be given to you and then another test will be donated to the women in the rural. Okay. By doing all this, um, what are the limitations that you guys facing? The limitation, um, as a researcher, what I find is funding, if we have a constant funding, we can just do our work. We don't have to do the fundraising part. 
which will be easier. And Sarawak is different from Peninsula or any first world country. We have a low density population. We only have 2.4 million population here based on the 2010 census and half of them may be living in the rural. So to reach them is a problem. And there are other methods that has been validated to have high penetrative rate or high coverage of screening to, to the people in other countries. It may not be readily available or applicable in Sarawak. Okay, Dr. Tan, you're talking about the current research, uh, the involvement with the, uh, what we call it, with the rural area. But probably you can uh, tell us a little bit on your project in uh, okay. the rural area. All right. Um, during the Easter holiday in 2018, our team, we have uh, brought a, a HPV testing kit. It's a portable laboratory weighing 30 over kilos. And we brought it all the way from Kuching to Miri by plan. And then we changed to a smaller plan, the Twin Otter, and we went to Barrio. And we came there for two nights and we screened most of the ladies there. And one thing, one achievement there is we can give them a same day result. Because this test, it has a turnaround time of three hours. So if we manage to finish collecting the samples by noon, so I can start with the testing by three or 4 p.m., we can get the results. So it, it limits the number of women who went for a screening, went back home and forgotten to come back for the result. And bear in mind that in rural Sarawak, not everybody has an address. Not everybody are contactable through phone. So we find same day results. They come, they screen, they get the result. They get the next appointment if it's positive on the same day is crucial. And during this MCO, when the MCO was lifted, we know that cervical cancer screening uh, is also stopped for a while because it's probably considered non essential at that moment. Right, we use postal service. We courier a box of self-collection kit to Barrio. Mm -hmm. And the health volunteers there who are already inside, they help to distribute to the villages in Longbanga and Liomato by boat, mm -hmm. by four-wheel drive. And they help to consolidate and send it back to us so with this, we test a new methods of reaching out to the unreachable in the rural. Right. Yeah. So these are the initiative in the rural area yes. and also the awareness to the, to the women out there. Yes. Yeah? We're talking more on the, uh, the impact on the social economy for Sarawak. We'll stop for the break. Kita kembali lagi bersama dengan Dr. Tan di studio. Yeah? Uh, the impact of R&D in the social economy of Sarawak. Okay, um, the ultimate M of our research is to reduce the disease burden of cervical cancer in rural Sarawak. We focus on rural area because we have better facilities in the cities. So women in the cities, they have always have higher awareness. They can go to see a doctor, a gynae, anytime that they want, but it's not in the rural. So 
in order for a woman to undergo a pap smear test or even a HPV test, they need, they need to have awareness. So one of our aim is also to go to them to create awareness so that they will uh, conform to the periodic even pap smear or HPV test offered by the government or NGOs. And our government spent a lot of money on vaccination. Just like what I mentioned just now, it only covers two. Although there's a better or more complete version that is available, but the price is high. And it will be better if I can elucidate or define what are the types of high-risk HPVs that are in Sarawak. And then this data, I'll give it to the government and you decide. Or if there's something that is not being covered by the current vaccine, why don't we develop it ourselves or ask the company that manufactures the vaccine to develop it so that it fits to our local needs. And before the MCO, we, Unimas and Pink and Teal Empower, an NGO, we go to the rural hopefully once a month or sometimes twice a month to create awareness and to screen the ladies for um, cervical cancer, either by using the HPV test and also another method, what we call the VIA, mm -hmm. visualization using acetic acid, whereby those women who are positive by HPV, they will be called for the second screening, hopefully on the same day itself. And this speculum will need to be inserted for this time. But you see that if there are 100 women coming for the medical outreach and only eight of them are positive, then the gynae or the pakar sakit kwan, they only have to screen the eight. And then when it's dilated, the vagina is dilated, they will spray acetic acid or vinegar. And if there's any cancerous growth, it will be stained white. And then the woman would know uh, they have uh, some abnormality to the cervix. Right, right. So this is very important as awareness. Yeah. As you mentioned just now, uh, Sarawak have a very alarming numbers. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. So what are the future projects that uh, you are going to embark into? The future projects, we will need to sort out the coverage of either pap smear or HPV test in rural Sarawak first. The women in the rural needs to be tested because every woman, they are either a wife, a mother, daughter, and anything uh, or I'll say untimely demise of any women, it affects a huge number of populations around her circle. By doing this, any achievement that you guys have been achieved yeah, in this cervical cancer? Well, uh, so far we have submitted quite a few manuscripts. Um, we have given public talks and posters in local and international conferences. Yeah. Well, uh, we understand that by doing this vaccination and also the process of R&D, we'll need more funding. Yeah? Probably you can give some suggestion on how do you want to get more uh, fund or grants? Of course, um, 
After our initial pilot study, we have been trying to look for research funds internationally through WHO and also federal and also state funding. But so far, we have not been successful. Um, to do research is very expensive and not all the time it will be translated into a commercializable product. But I see that our, our work, it can be translated into good economic return in the near future, such as improving the awareness of the women in the rural for cervical cancer. And we will have data that will suggest or let the government know what type of HPVs are available, available in Sarawak so that they can actually take action to deliver better uh, vaccines. And we will also improve the coverage because when we go to the rural and conduct our research, we are actually performing a early cervical cancer screening uh, for the woman in the rural. So in, in the future or in the long run, we will see that the cervical cancer rate should drop in Sarawak because of our work. And then better vaccination means the government will not be giving vaccines that may not cover the important HPV types in Sarawak. So uh, maybe doctor um, can conclude uh, the topic for today that we have okay. mentioned. So as we know, cervical cancer is caused by um, human papilloma virus infection. And not to be alarmed that HPV will always cause cancer because most people, they resolve the infection by themselves. And only a minority of them will progress to develop cervical cancer. Since vaccination is available, I recommend everyone to, or every woman to receive the vaccine. And is the vaccine is not only for girls, it can be for boys, okay? Because it's sexually transmitted, of course, men and women will eventually be infected. We can, in, in Australia alone, they vaccinate both girls and boys together. So this is to cut off the infection. We can get this vaccine in any clinics? Yes, in most clinics. Okay. And since now you know, HPV vaccine is not conclusive. It doesn't cover all the high-risk genotypes. So even you have been vaccinated before, you still need to undergo periodic cervical cancer screening. Thank you very much, Dr. Tan, for all the information. Begitulah informasi-informasi yang sangat bernilai kepada kita wanita terhadap tahap kesihatan masing-masing. Prevention is better than cure. Itu adalah benar sama sekali. Saya Kisina Donali Abdullah mengakhiri episod hari ini dengan serangkap pantun. Wanita beriman martabatnya tinggi. Memelihara akhlak, dia dihormati. Membela agama, dia serikandi. Menegak negara dia tiang seri. Assalamualaikum dan salam hormat.